Hey, 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 YouTubers and friends, welcome to another Tuesday night hangout live uh, with Toledo Jess, Dano if he wakes up and feeling better maybe, and our guest, Metal Detecting with Randy tonight. Um, should be a really good show as always, so please stick around, we'll be right back. Back. Hey YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, and I. How you doing today, Jesse? I'm doing good, Ed. How about you? I wasn't feeling too well this morning, and it rained a lot, so I stayed home. Uh, yeah, humidity kind of... I, I went outside to do some yard work, but that didn't last long. Humidity got, up, got me in well, the heat, so I I've been kind of sitting in the house all day. <laughs> I got uh, up at 5 o'clock like normal, and it's raining and thundering, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, that not, was cool. I, that woke me up this morning. I'm not going to drive all the way to Van Wert to sit and drive home. And so, yeah, it, was, uh, uh, it was pretty loud last night, or early this morning. I talked to them, and they're like, just stay home, and... Then Judy comes in. It's only one band, and I'm like, you can't tell everything by the radar, honey. It's supposed to rain most of the day. We'll have thunder showers most of the day. But around noon, I finally got out of bed, went outside, did a little tuck point, and uh, maybe it was later than that. Did some repairs. Uh, yeah, humidity's always a pain, Willie. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, man, when you get, you know, you heard me in the last couple of years complain about the wintertime, how it affects my fingers, hurts. Oh, mine's the same way. <laughs> yeah, well, now, this year, man, the heat just hit quick, you know. Normally, I don't know, last year, I was able to stay out for a while, but I don't know if it's just because of how hot or how even it is, but this year, it seems to affect me a lot quicker. Like, I'm slower now. My my honey-do list is never going to get done. Does it ever? It no. never gets done, <laughs> because when you get something done, they add two to it. Huh, Ruby? Get one thing done, That's add right. two so to suck it. Suck it up. Just suck it, it up, Buttercup. That's right. Okay, well, let's just say hi to our, our chat room tonight. See you, my way. Oh, How you doing, Shane? Sit there and play your video game. Deej, uh, you'll be. Get demerits for that, Ert Radio. It's all right, Ronald. Good Ert to see you. Uncle Billy, first one. As and Johnny always. Small, not first. <laughs> Dwayne, 
Ryanav, good to see you. Bill, how are you? Oh, world's greatest moderator. What's up, Mr. Bodak? Uh, first crack of thunder woke me up early this morning. After that, I was out. Sleep like a baby. I, I like watching sure. the storms, but Judy thinks I'm nuts. Ah, Steve and Alicia, how you doing? Our friends from Australia, Grotty Gold Prospecting. And while they're here and I were brought up their name, uh, Steve and Alicia will be our guests next Tuesday night. Yeah. So, we'll... Make sure you have a lot of good Australian treasure porn. You too will love to see it and will be asked in the chat room, you know, about it. Uh, Philip Kapanir. So tonight is here for Melly Tech. Well, possibly we got Melly Techers in the house, so we'll see where it goes. Ringo, how you doing? Killing and grilling adventures with Dan Burroughs. What's up? Yeah, he lengthened his handle quite a bit. Make us read. Grandma Kelly's clean life, clean living. Kelly, how are you? Hey, let's see how. Relic Hunter, Melly Technical with Randy's in the house. Let's see, do we uh, see it my way one? Let's welcome. Good to we see all of you. We were talking about you earlier, Deej. Uh, Jesse's looking forward to some more of your videos. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I watched the. Uh, one where she was bottled biggest and stay tuned for part two um tuned in what's up ron f uncle beep is jeff in here that uncle beep no then yes no. uh brewers prospect let's go i don't see oh there he is Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, Pete, Lons and more. JP. Yep, there's Brewers Prospecting. Welcome. I say hi to Deej. Hi, Deej. And I know what we were talking Steve and Alicia say we are looking forward to it, Ed. Lots to show you guys. So cool. they, they do a mixture of prospecting, metal detecting, and who knows yeah. what else. They're also DreamMat users, too. So that's a plus. Oh, nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Yeah, that was that was one thing I wanted to do today, too. Uh, I second to part was here. released, Jesse. Oh, okay. It, it was a premiere, if I remember right. Oh, I have to look, at, look for it. I'm not getting my notifications. Well, I noticed on a few things. Uh, go back to like Deej and double check your yeah. bell. Cause I'm, I'll probably do that later. I won't do it right now. Well, of course not. Uh, but I, I know with like Aqua Jigger, 
I I must have subscribed and rang that guy's bell for his channel like 20, 30 times. I don't know, but I, I normally don't have that problem. I mean, I've gone back and I see I've been, I saw everything clicked and ready to go. I just don't always get them. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe it's my turn. We, we've had people come in like an hour later. Oh, just got my notice. How long have you guys been on? Well, I, I know. I've got notifications that, that we're on 45 minutes after we've been, after we started. Yeah, oh, yeah. flipping YouTube. Hey, your show's on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sitting there right now. Well, Dano, I know how you feel. I'm not feeling very well either. If you're awake and listening in, hope you're feeling well. We do have a couple of birthdays, though. We do? Yeah. My my daughter's uh, 36th birthday's today. If you're listening, Elise, Ian might tell her, because Ian watches and listens quite a bit. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't Toledo just gave away your eight. No, it was me. I'm sorry. How terrible <laughs> dad I am. And our friend Moto Mining from the Pacific Beautiful cool. British Columbia. He's 38 today. So everybody give him 38 poundings if you see him. Uh, don't even try to spank my daughter. She'll lay you out. Uh, <laughs> hey, did we say hi to Terry Curry? Uh, I highlighted him, but I didn't actually say hi. Hi, Terry. How are you? And David Carlisle. It's good to see you. Longtime subscriber. Connection issues on your end, I bet. Are you on your phone, Ronald? I doubt it. But, uh, oh well. It is what it is. Keith Doty, we've been wondering where you've been. Been a while. Hope everything's well, Heath. I think we got through about everybody have you been have you been following the um Rainy that late need? late need uh late yeah need. it's pretty low yeah it's, it's a dead pool now oh well you know yeah they can't keep all the water in there or the rest of it will have a sue will go dry <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, pretty pretty low. Yeah, yeah. Man versus river. Uh, he's from Arizona. He's a river diver type guy, like Adventures with Purpose. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. Did I say the wrong lake? I I think I said the wrong lake. Lake Mead. No, is it Lake Mead, Nevada, outside of Vegas? Which one it's is that? Lake Mead. Lake okay. Mead divides Nevada and Arizona. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, uh, but Man vs. River was showing some stuff. They found bodies and barrels.
temples there and right. sunken right. boats and all kinds of stuff. But I hear now you can go down and look for all kinds of other trash, but if you actually prospect for gold, they'll write you up, give you a big fat ticket. Yep. In fact, well, actually, they, I think they just close it off to any kind of uh, anything that's going on there. You, you can't be looking for bodies either. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want you looking for. They stuff. don't want you if, to if find you, those. Right. Well, I think the way that, that this guy, I, I'm watching this guy that's a fisherman on that lake, and they've been following it since it started going down. Because everybody's really started noticing it was dropping. And uh, yeah, he's saying that uh, if you find something, you're not supposed to go check it out. You're just supposed to report it. So. Oh, brother. You know, a body shoved in there from the mafia 20, 30 years ago. There's, there's no evidence, salvageable evidence, really, after so many just, hours anyway. The right, water, but I, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think that's the point. I don't think they want a circus out there. Well, that's probably more than anything else. That's probably true. That's probably true. Luterate treasure hunter. Welcome. Uh, you know, so I think that's had... mostly they don't want a bunch of people out there scavenging around and, and you know, just pretty dangerous out there. This guy was showing some of the uh, the uh, obstacles that pop up, you know, from one week to another, where these guys have been fishing for years in 50, 60 feet of water, and now they're they're running aground, you know, in the okay. same spot. Right. That's pretty... That's the stuff going on. Jersey History Hunter. Welcome. How you doing, dude? And looters, how are you? It's good to see both of you. Yep. Um, remember, if Moto Mining comes in here, everybody wish him a happy birthday. Uh, I doubt if you'll see my daughter in here. Yeah, so how long has this drought been going on out there? We haven't dropped for a while. Uh, California has been having a drought for decades, and I'm sure yeah. same with Arizona, Nevada. Nick Molnar, how are you? It's good to always good to see Audra in here. Uh, Tuesday lineup, we have Deej goes live at 5.30, usually puts on a great show, very informative on history. Then at 7.30, or I mean, what is it, 7 o'clock, we have uh, Bobby Buddha and Audra from Jersey History Hunters uh, put on their show, and you know, me at eight, and I think Papa, oh, what's Papa's name, full name, 
but he goes live at nine. No one go over there, please. Stay here. <laughs> Sorry, Papa. Hello, Michigan Gems. Hi, Michigan Gems. Uh, I Judy wanted to go up to Michigan, right, to go camping in a couple weeks. And I'm like, well, you better work on getting some reservations for some campgrounds. And there's like none available. None at all. And I'm like, it's something, something you have to, you know, unfortunately, it can't be spare. It can't be a spare of a moment thing. Let's go and expect to get a spot. I guess it depends on where you're looking to camp, too. Uh, we were thinking about going up to, like, Sleeping Bear Dunes and that area. Travis City. Well, where's the LDMA camp? They no longer have Athens. And oh, that's, no. that's Athens, Michigan. That's way south on oh. barely across the border. But they sold it. Uh, the guy oh. still allows outings. Actually, Michigan Metal Detecting uh, Group that Deeds belongs to um, had an outing at the old Lost Dutchman's Mining Association Athens camp just a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. uh, I'm sure it was a good time. Her video... I don't know if it's debuted yet, but it might have. I've been kind of slacking on watching YouTube and paying attention to YouTube. Did you see Deej's question to you? Uh, she wants to know if you've talked to Bill and Tammy since the storm they had. Bill and Tammy? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, talking about Nugget Shooter Journals and Nugget Shooter Red. Yeah. Yeah, they had a pretty bad thing. And then, did you uh, catch what's going on out Jeff Williams' way? Uh, that was in Keeman, Arizona at the Gold Ladies house her and her husband were murdered uh, by a dirtbag scumbag I hope they throw more than the book at him I hope he gets a fair trial found guilty by a jury of his peers and executed swiftly <laughs> is what I hope for the guy but it's a yeah, death by cop. Uh, th that's not justice being served. That's the coward's way out. I'd like him have a real trial, be found guilty, but instead of living off of our taxes in the Arizona State Penitentiary, go to the gallows right away. <clears throat> but uh, 
bottom line, either way, he's going to go where he belongs. Well, one way or another, uh, Darren and Rita were both really nice people. I, I... Yeah, so, you know, like any, any in our chat room or our members from our off about that way, I'm sure they've heard about it. Hey, you know anything, just gotta let them know. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have I know. a couple things saved on or posted on my Facebook page about it. There are pictures of the perpetrator out there. Suspected perpetrator. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. The suspect. Yeah. But... <coughs> yeah, I. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know. It's hard yeah. telling. Gold, Those. money. It's hard telling. Yeah, see, were they robbed? Do you know if they were robbed or not? Uh, I I heard about it th first through Jeff Williams, and. Uh, there's a lot that can't be said right now, so since it's under investigation, you know, area, parts of Arizona or parts of anywhere, there's home intrusions for a lot of different reasons. Sometimes they're just psychopaths that are blood with bloodlust. You know, other times it's food, it's money, it's who knows what. But just sickness. Uh, and Bill and Tammy had a microburst. They hit their compound, I guess, in Arizona. Did a lot of damage. Uh, Doors open, though. So. You got a store open right away. So. Well, that's good, you know. That's how he makes his money off of selling metal detectors and YouTube and finding gold. Uh, I, I don't think he's working other than that. Not saying that ain't work, but, you know. You know what I mean. I'm just saying he's, he's, he's not sitting around crying about it. He's getting... He's busy. He's doing his thing. Uh, kind of hard, you know. It's hard. It's hard, without a doubt. But you know, you can't. You can't stop. And you know, nature's you gonna do what nature does. Right. Got to deal with it. That's right. It's giving up on that one last shovelful. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that, right? And Deej was out in New York with Metal Pirate Girl and a bunch of other people. Saw some pictures. Awesome trip. Glad you're home safe, Deej. Ooh, that must have been a terrible ride. No AC in the car. Ooh. Yeah, Judy's car's AC is messing up and it sucks. 
It sucks. Fix it. That's right. He hanging him high onto a back to a different subject. <laughs> um. So, ready to bring in our guests and let the. Let's do it. He he's muted. You know he. I guess we could have told him he could have said hi to everybody he wanted to while we were and thrown in his two the one, the one guy, The one guy we tell about that we don't tell people to mute themselves anymore because of past experiences where people don't do it anyways. So what does he do? He, he mutes himself. himself. Hey, Randy, yeah, Scott, and Cody. <laughs> Hello, everybody in chat. Everybody, how's everybody doing tonight? Hope everybody had a great Fourth of July. Oh yeah, I stayed home. They're yeah. watching the fireworks from all over. We had so many fireworks. I mean, and this is funny. This year, Ohio said you can shoot off fireworks in the state, we, we, except for Toledo. <laughs> except for Toledo. Delta said they weren't. We weren't supposed to either, and we yeah, have no open fire ban too. Oh well, hey, yeah, that, that that's that's different. A small town. We're in, you know, a, a city. They said no, but guess what? Nobody listened. <laughs> they didn't hear either, and I'm they sure they like, they had like fire it's never really, too. It's never really been legal to fire shoot off fireworks. They're still it, it, not listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've never listened, you know, so <laughs> a lot of good that did. Yeah, there's supposed to be no discharge of weapons either, and I'm sure a few are shooting guns in the air, too. Woo oh, I probably heard a couple, two, three, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had a, a hell of a life. Well, we could see the downtown fireworks from our house. You know, we could see the... The big, the big ones, right? So we get to watch them from the house, from the front porch. But That's our street nice. again this year was just loaded with fireworks. All Crazy. Up and down. I don't have to buy any. I just hang out at home and watch. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah, our, yeah. our neighbors set yeah. some off the other night up the road. Yeah. Well, here, the only problem, the only problem here, it, it's gonna go on for at least another week. Yeah, <laughs> at least, <laughs> and they wait till two, three o'clock in the morning to yeah. just set off some huge monstrous four or six dynamites. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's how bad it gets. Well, it's it's my own personal problem. I think I hear thunder. I get up and I run to the front door to see if my car got hit. <laughs> Did my car get hit? Yeah, is our car our car though? Yeah. It's it, there's a there's a long backstory to that, uh, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jumped. My dog come running in the room. I thought she was going to jump up here. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot of people did that too. Stayed home. You know, some people I knew stayed home. All right, I I got Randy pinned. So he's up front and center. Perfect. So everybody, if you have any questions, 
just tag hey, I like me or Toledo Jess. Yeah. Or yeah, I Toledo like Jess or cool. Jesse Mendez. I like those snakes. Those were cool. Yeah, snakes are cool. Yeah, snakes are cool. Mm -hmm. There was a, a few years back, I think the last time I bought some fireworks, I bought some snakes, but they were huge. They were big ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you want to see something cool about a snake? I sure. found this. I found this the other week. Metal detector. It's a three-headed snake ring. Oh, nice. Cool. I might have to turn off my green screen. Yeah, crummy. Found that key. small park. Can oh, mess that nice. with stuff, can it? So, how about uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, like? How you got, how long, you, first of all, let's find out, how long you been metal detecting? Um, been metal detecting about two and a half years. Yeah, so almost, th almost three. So you just got started yourself? Well, my my daughter's the one that got us started. So oh, she, okay. was, she was yeah. watching uh, metal detecting on, on YouTube and uh, she started showing me and she's like, hey, I'd like to get a metal detector. So we went to Costco and bought a bounty hunter and uh, took it out in the yard and found some things. So she was watching, uh, what's his name, Nugget Noggin? Oh, yeah. And he was running the AT, so then we went out and bought an AT. So, but now she has the AT and I have the Equinox 800, so. That's what I was saying. Just jumped right into it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we got started in the metal detector. Okay. So I got started oh. in the YouTube's a different story. <laughs> well, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's, let's stick with treasure hunting for right now. Okay. Uh, so, have you done any other types of treasure hunting before this or since that? Since you started metal detecting? Um, we we started out with geocaching. That's that's what started us off in the treasure hunting uh, arena. Cool. Uh -huh. so, for, for people that don't know what geocaching is, it's an app on your phone. You can get it from the Play Store or Apple Store. People go out and they hide things that gives you the coordinates, and you go find it. Yeah, it's kind of all over the world. Yeah, yeah, whenever you're Dano, if you're hanging out with Dano or going somewhere, he'll be geocaching. Right, right. There's, there's one. There's one near here. Let's go check it out. Oh, uh, we we found one at. Uh, we went to treasure mixes. Yeah, but we we went to an OSPA meeting down in Columbus to a Bass Pro or wherever it was, and we found one there. I, when I worked out at South Bass Island for that summer doing airplane hangers, right. uh, I found about every one that was on the island. So, um, I have six caches hidden myself here in West Virginia, and uh, I build caches for kids, so they have toys and all that. Because I like to see kids get outside and go do stuff. So cool. put toys or, or Dairy Queen $10 ice cream uh, gift certificate in, in there for uh, people to find. So it gets the kids out of the house and 
get them moving. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I got three of them hidden in Michigan. So. Uh, cool. Is that um, where you're at? No. Well, no I live in West in. Virginia. Yeah, I live oh, in you Virginia. live in West Virginia? Yes, sir. Okay. So. All right. So that led us into metal detecting, and uh, other other than metal detecting, we've done a little bit of magnet fishing here lately. But our, our, our cricks and streams here are so clean, you really don't find anything. We made a short video, we posted it a couple weeks ago, and uh, I think she found a hook, a bottle cap, an earring, and that was about it. So oh. our, our, our rivers and streams are really clean here in yeah. West Virginia, Maryland. Yeah, that's uh, metal or magnet fishing takes a lot of a lot of research, a lot of driving around. Mm -hmm. uh, we spent a day doing that. We found one creek that had some junk in it. You know, uh, after spending the day trying this bridge and that bridge, and there was nothing in there, nothing, nothing. You know, it's, yeah, that's it's a lot of that's a lot of work too, just to find trash. Well, the treasure vixen, Rose, said she was surprised that for when they came to how many flash bashes, three altogether, um, that they found such little trash in our waterways around our flash bash location. Yeah, she was complaining our creeks were too clean. <laughs> mm -hmm. So a higher relic hunter, that that's a good idea, but I, I'd have to look at the rules and see if see if you can do something like that. <laughs> he said he said make one make one for the adult <laughs> one with, beer. Yeah, <laughs> one with one with beer in it. Yep. I have yet to find a, a travel uh, bug though. I I I hunt a lot of stuff. Uh, cemeteries for geocaches. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I've, I've done I've done geocaching in China, Mexico, Germany, um, Hungary. So it's it's all over the world. Now I I'm sure you know, Randy, but does the audience where, what city and state was geocaching started oh i want to say nevada Meh. no no seattle Cause I, washington because I, I know a guy designed it using gps and i believe he hit something and he gave somebody else the coordinates to go find it i'm not quite sure about the whole story but i think that's how it got started I believe it's something like that, but it started in Seattle, Washington. Cool. You sure the Russians didn't invent it? They might have. <laughs> Could have been a Russian in Seattle. I don't know. And it seems like everything's the Russians' fault lately. Yeah. And finally, Ruby would be saying it's Ed's fault. So... so so in the uh, the two and a half years that you've been doing this, have you have you uh, found yourself like specializing in like coins or jewelry or artifacts 
periods, you know, a colonial civil war, or are you just whatever you find is awesome? Usually metal detecting, when you start out, you start out in parks. So you're finding right. coins and rings and things like that right, to get right. used to the metal detector. And after a while, you venture into the relic mode. And that's, that's where I'm at now. But for me, yeah. I'll go anywhere in metal detector. If, if, if I'm traveling and I get a couple hours in the evening and I can get to a park or something like that, I'll go. So for, for, me, it's, for me, it's more about the exercise. Right. Right, because you do a lot of walking, bending, stooping, digging. So it's great exercise, just like magnet fishing. So, so this that brings up a, a good subject there, because you do travel around a lot, mm -hmm. uh, not, not just here in the States, but around the world, right? Yes. Um, you must do a lot of research on where you're going as about where and whether you can Metal what, what are some of the sources you use? Um, I use uh, people that are in those countries. Oh, so okay. Get a hold of them and team up with them. So, you, you like, just, like, you, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, like Germany, you can metal detect in Germany, but you can't bring anything back. Anything that you find, you have to leave there because of all huh. the military history there. Right. Oh, so what, what if you lived there? Could you keep it? It depends on what it is. Oh, okay. there, there's there's a group that does the battlefields of, of Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, they'll find ammo caches, and then they have to uh, geo mark that so the government can come out and dispose of it. It depends on what they find. Uh, they they pulled M1s that are in pristine uh, condition out of ponds before. So. Are, those, are, those, are those the guys that I see with the magnets with the poles? Yes. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. They, yeah, they, they pulled hand grenades and all kinds of stuff out of ponds in different areas. But Right. Uh, yeah, I've seen some of those videos. That would be a cool place to hunt. I mean, just, yeah. just for the history. Well, they're, they're, again, do you find yourself uh, being... Let me ask you this first. How were you with history in school? Horrible. <laughs> what about now? What about now? Well, I, I studied a lot now because yeah. of the area that I live in. Uh-huh. That's, that, that's, that's always funny to me because it, it's like all of us, we do the same thing. I mean, I liked history, you know, in school, but I've learned a lot more history about areas, I, I guess more personalized histories, since I've been treasure on, yeah. you know. Yeah, see for me, Gettysburg, which you can't metal detect, but Gettysburg, two and a half hours from where I live. So, I mean, there's a lot of Civil War history here, so. So you can't metal detect anywhere? Or you can metal detect a private property? No, not Gettysburg, because it's a national monument. Yeah. Oh. National right. parks, national monuments are no-go zones. But but if you own land that that connects to federal land, as long as you don't cross that boundary, you can you can detect on the private property. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at because I mean they didn't have civil war in that one spot. 
it's kind of spread out. So yeah. that's what I wanted. If you're on private property, you can melee tech and do you have to like I, I imagine it would depend on the state, right? Whether you got to turn it in or not. Usually, what metal detecting people do if it's historical, they'll turn it into the, the <laughs> historical society, and what right. they'll do is they'll put your name on it, you found it, where you found it. And, and right. No, no, I, I I I get the community itself. Mm -hmm. I understand the community and how they're about preserving history and all that. But at the same time, what I'm asking about is the laws there. Are you allowed to keep it? have to turn stuff in you know uh, i believe if you find it on pri private property it's, it's up to you they okay. haven't made it totally legal I mean, yet uh to uh, own any <laughs> artifacts well i just blinked so i don't know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <So>. yeah <laughs> So have you thought about doing other types of uh, heavy, other types of treasure hunt? Because it's obviously a bug in you. Yeah. Well, we, we, like I said, we've touched on magnet fishing, but we need uh, to get to, to a better area where we can actually find stuff. So uh, as far as prospecting, I do have a set of pans that I won from Shane from Ohio River History or his Christmas giveaway. So I have a set of pans. I just need to get a hold of some some pay dirt and play around with it. Uh, you have gold in West Virginia though, uh, mm -hmm. and some very good locations in the pyrite belt in Virginia. Uh, the rules in West Virginia though is pretty strict. It's pretty much pans and sluices. That's about it. No dredges, no high banking. So, but even even so, so the information that we like to give is, if it's something you want to do, it's kind of worth the hundred bucks it would probably cost you for a year's membership to a local club, where mm -hmm. you can get some really good hands-on training and learning, and uh, just being a whole group of really cool people for the most part. One more yeah. pan, welcome. Uh, oh, so yeah, you know, if that's something that you wanted to get into, it's like, like, like uh, the GPAA, which is a national organization, you know, <clears throat> for me, the hundred dollars is worth the camping you get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, but uh, uh, for local local clubs are great because of the learning you get because you're in, they're they're there in your area, mm -hmm. you know, and they know where the gold is. And, and there's the GPA chapter, the Mountaineer chapter, out of West Virginia. Right, oh, cool. Yes. Uh, no, but uh, it's always worth just. Just for at least that first year to get the experience and some some knowledge and an idea of what you're doing because you know I I got a pan set and I tried to do it on my own that was terrible you know 
I know. I watch plenty of videos, but you know, <laughs> it's different. The good thing yeah, about yeah. clubs too, it gives you properties. Right. Right. Uh, a it place to go. Yeah. Well, I know Brewer doesn't live too far from. Me. I say too far. He's probably five hours. But yeah, he's in he's in Virginia. Mm-hmm. But you're you're just on this side of the mountains from him, aren't you? Uh, yeah, he's that... a straight shot down. He's a straight shot down eighty-one. So, isn't it pretty much the mountains that divide West Virginia from Virginia? Yes, I mean Virginia has mountains, but well, the ones here in West, yeah. Or I should say, it's a range, a ridge of mountains that divides the two. So, yep. uh, we we have a question for you from our friend See It My Way one. Uh, Randy, what is your favorite find? My favorite find would be a ring that I found at a lake in Michigan. Oh, cool. And it's about the size of a class ring. And I actually posted it as a short. And I hope you can see that. Uh, bring it's it a little closer. Bring it closer to the lens. Keep coming. Keep coming. Lower. I know. Over to your right. <laughs> yeah, it's coming in and out because of your chroma key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, hold on. So what, what's the design on the top? It looks like a... Uh... Let me turn off my background for a minute. Sure thing. That's still down. Oh, that's yeah. the Louisiana emblem, ain't it? The, I forget what it's called. Uh, huh. But that's, that's my favorite one. I found that about a year and a half ago. So, so uh, do, you, uh, do you have a, a bucket list object that you're looking for at this point? A thimble. A thimble? I know sound, yeah, I know that sounds weird, but I'd love to find No, it doesn't sound weird, because I know they're, they're really cool to find. Yeah. yeah. You haven't found one yet? Have not. But I know people have metal detected for 20 years and never found one, so. And some people are lucky and they find them. Yeah. We'll get, I'll get in the right area one day. Yeah, you'll find it. Some, yep. some old cellar hole somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you have you searched? Have you metal detected around any cellar holes? I have not. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Where, where where I lack knowledge is in mapping. Ah. And I and and I know there's people out there like Detective Smile and Practical Ken that are really good map people. So hopefully try to learn something from them. Oh, there's and, so I, I know, and I know there's apps out there that have maps on them, but 
a lot of research to go into. So much yeah. information yeah. from maps. Right. Yep. And you can only go you can only go back so far on Google Earth. Right. Uh, and and then was that aerial I can never remember. Uh, old old aerials. I never remember the name of that site. Old oh, aerials, I, I think it is. There's so many good sites uh, for research. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, there there's definitely some uh, sites out there that that uh, have old topo maps. Mm-hmm. With old aerial maps, and then you can layer them. Right. Always. You can never find it. Oh, they're uh, historical aerials. Online historical aerials. Lot to look at up. Yeah. Yeah, tons of great stuff out there to yeah, help can, with your right. research you can uh like go to your zip your zip code type that in and it gives you your where you're at you can go back i think back into the as far as photos i think it goes back into the late 40s with actual aerial photographs and anything older than that's going to be old Capo maps with buildings marked, and I I've used it to find cellar holes. Okay. Uh, you know, you 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 know an area, you look at it, you go back to the top and see if there's any building. Uh, they have these little black uh, black squares that tell you it's a building. They tell you what kind of building, but you go that I found I found. Uh, Two cellar. Well, I actually found one I happened to just run across. And then after looking at that, I found another one probably about a quarter mile from that one, you know, in the same area. And there it was. So that was cool. That's how so Deej found the possible dump area at Flash Bash was old man. Right. Right. There you go. I have to have a talk with Deej. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's. Uh, super into research and history also, Randy. So what Oh she's a great lady. Idea? Oh yeah, she is. I got I got some metal detective term up in Michigan eighteen hundred uh, property and we had a blast. She mentioned that earlier in chat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's an awesome gal. Yep. Hi Antler. James, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping to get some time this summer to, to detect or, or magnet fish with her, whichever. I know she's traveling around and she's busy too, so Yeah. I, I think she just got to go. She's on the giddy up and go. Yeah, I know she has a a Great Britain trip planned this year for detecting. <laughs> Pardon me. Iron Antler Adventures, welcome. Last year, she found a gun, magnet fishing magnet fishing the right. Detroit River. Yeah. Uh, with scuba Sonya and 
Michigan Magnet Man, and I believe that's Tanner, and then uh, Motor City Magnet Fishers, they'll be putting on a, a magnet fishing outing this month, the 16th. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, I want to get up to it. That's the weekend Judy wants to go camping, so. <laughs> and there's no camping available anywhere in Michigan that I can find, but you know what? My membership of the GPAA puts me on a beautiful spot, on a beautiful clean water trout stream here in Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, I'm planning on going to that event on the 16th. So, well, maybe I'll see. Whoa! Oh yeah, I like I like to go to it though. Gotta talk to Judy about it. What, Jesse? There you go. Oh, that's this coming weekend for the meeting, isn't it? Uh, second, second. One of them. Good to eat. Just coming weekend. Yeah. And then the weekend we'll after that is the Detroit River thing. You were talking That's about probably. going to that too, weren't you? Uh, yeah. What is that? The 15th and 16th? 16th and 17th. 16th is uh, general public and 17th is uh, when a bunch of YouTubers themselves go out. Yeah, I'm planning on being there the 16th. So, hope to see a lot of people, meet a lot of people. So, cool. oh, if I see you there, Randy, I see you. If I don't, I don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch up sometime, Ed. We will. We're not that far apart, right? Oh, like I said, I come out to Toledo a lot. So, oh, that's you know. Uh, well, we always have Gold Rush days, too, in Butler, Ohio, at the Swank West property every Labor Day weekend. It's been going on now for over 25 years. That's a good time. It's hosted by the Buckeye Chapter of the Gold Prospector Association of America. Uh, we've had the Jersey History Hunters join us there. Deege and Don from Detection Connection. Uh, uh, Joel, uh, Audra, are you still in here? What the heck's Joel's channel name? I forget his channel name. <laughs> That'd be great, James. You'll hear about it when the time comes. Oh, yeah. In fact, you'll be hearing about it about every week, I think, from now until it happens. Right, right. Not sure where it's going to happen, but it will happen, I think. Now, what's... Okay, Keith, our friend from Georgia, Carolina way, he had a comment also that I found it 
interesting if I could find it again. He has an area, I think he should metal detect, pull an aqua jigger on Keith, um, where Sherman, uh, Florida River down there, if I could find it. Uh, scrolling back and check can be a pain in the butt sometimes. Uh, here it is. Uh, we have a place where Sherman forged uh, the river on the way to Georgia from North Carolina. Detect that area, Keith. Detect that area. You never know what you're going to find. Look at all the stuff that Aqua Jigger finds oh, yeah. in the rivers. And same with Amanda, Digger the Guys. She finds all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, a girl I follow who's from Southern Ohio on TikTok, um, Eve, uh, she finds quite a lot of stuff um, mudlarking and stuff. Yeah. No, uh, Shane from Suit My Way One, he does a lot of rivers up in his area and streams and stuff. He finds a lot of cool stuff. Uh, but he, he, yeah, he finds a lot of stuff in those rivers and streams. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't do a lot of metal detector. Although I do have a state park here I want to hit up one of these days. It's it's like any other not hobby. A, it's a it's I'm sorry, not a state park. It's a it's it's a recreational center where they've always had the Lucas County Fair for the last hundred or so years. Never been metal detected. Yeah, uh, it's like any other hobby. You know, once once you start it, and then you find something really cool, you just get the bug, as uh, I'll call it. <laughs> You, you want well, to find the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm still finding gold, so. <laughs> That's still pretty cool to me. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, your so, glass yeah, mine work. was a really cool find, too. Well, the glass mine was cool, too. I got a glass mine. Well, it's a glass creek. <laughs> I live near um, uh, Lydion Ford. You know, back in the back in the old days, before the EPA and all that, all their slag and broken glass and stuff was, you know, dumped out back. You know, just dumped. You know, out in the back. So after a while, they quit. They were they, well, you can't do that no more. So they leveled the pile and built a bunch of houses on it. Well, there's a creek that runs through that area, and it brings all this glass out all the time. I mean, I got, I find chunks of glass like this. Here, let me unpin them so they can oh, see man. your glass. And then he has a good trade with flint and nappers. Right. And I would it. trade, I would find sheets of broken plate glass. Uh, you know, and I would trade or sell 
I would sell these this plate glass that's usually about a quarter inch thick. You know, it, it, it was, I'm assuming this glass was coming down the rollers being thinned out and it would break or a scrap for whatever reason and they'd throw it in the pile and dump it out back. Well, that's what I was finding. <laughs> and I was training these guys that were learning how to nap, make arrowheads and stuff. They would use this stuff for practice. It was cheaper than going out and actually buying flint or that. So, yeah, it, was, it worked out pretty good. One like more it. pan, that is so true. Too many cool ways to treasure hunt and not enough time. Well, that ain't no lie. That's no lie. I'm, so I'm, true. I'm, I'm the guy that'll pull over on the side of the road and see what's in that, that bag. <laughs> You're brave. <laughs> I think right. If it, if it looks like there may be something cool in it, not a, not a grocery bag or nothing like that, just you know. Yeah. <laughs> <That's horrible. laughs> hey, you never know. You know your hey, part of your treasure hunting is auctions and stuff like that. Yeah, I love auctions. You know, bee markets. A lot of treasure be found there. Ohio relic hunter. He's talking about a his Chevy van. He went down to the river, but the river was dry. <laughs> so you you want to see something cool from from a Chevy? Yeah, there that is have. pretty cool. Let me pin you again, Randy. Oh yeah, pin me, Ed. Pin ya. So there you go. I found out a couple years back. That's a cool find. Have you so dated you that? Say that again? Have you dated that? Um, from from what I can see, 1920. There's no real good markings, but you can see where attached to the, to the grill. Because the grills right. used to have the silver spokes looking thing, so you can see well, where that, you should be able to attached. You should be able to get a, uh, a close date to when they use those. Yeah. Was especially really that, trying especially that design. But you yeah. would have a patent number or something on it, and I haven't been able to put any numbers well, on it. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. No, not necessarily, especially on a mass-produced thing like that. It, it's just a nameplate that they probably stamped out thousands of them. They don't necessarily have a patent uh, uh, number or anything like that. Because those things get changed all the time. So yeah. that's how you can help uh, find the date on that, figure out when that particular de decal. And you could, I'm going to say between the 20s and 30s, you know, somewhere in that era. Yeah. Maybe even, yeah. In the twenties, I would. That's when they used to be. They used to do that. Well, I found it in a yard that the guy said, you know, it's been metal detected before. You're not gonna find anything. And I've I've pulled a lot of nice stuff off his property. Yeah, so, that's always good. <laughs> one one of the other things I found on that gentleman's property is this little angel right here. 
Oh, that's cool. And it, this has a date on it of 1920. Pewter? Yep. It's called Little Angels. Oh, huh. cool. Is that all it says under there? That's all it says. Little it has angels. a patent number and, and all that, but just Little Angels. It's you ever look it up? January. You ever look it up to see what it was from? Yes. Who's I can't remember the, the maker of it. It says there, but my eyes aren't good enough in this light to see it. <laughs> was, was it part of a set or something? It, it's a birthday uh, angel. Oh. That's Miss January. Oh, okay. oh cool. So. Very cool. Yep. I, no, I like cool. when people. I like when people say, "Hey, it's been metal detected. You'll never find anything." So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love, love the challenge. Well, metal sure. detectors nowadays are, you know, a lot more technology than metal detectors ten years Def ago. Oh, right. True. Definitely more sensitive. Definitely more sensitive. Uh, yeah, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yep. They're starting already. It's not even dark yet. That's what I said. <laughs> there they go. Uh, yeah, we did, Deej. Uh, Shane, see it my way, asked him. Uh, that was a ring. Yeah. I can show it again. Sure, we don't mind second looks of gold porn or treasure porn. Treasure yep. porn. No, I found that at a lake up in Michigan. Were you with Deej when you found that? No, sir. I was not. So, speaking of things found, mm -hmm. it's been like the weirdest thing you've found. I got something I haven't been able to have anybody tell me what it is yet, and I found oh, two that's of them. Better. Oh, what that's even better. Call it. Mm -hmm. I found one next door. I, I got an 1800s farm next door to me. I found one there, and then two miles down the road, I have an old camp site. And. Nobody's been able to tell me what this, what it is. So, you got a hole there, right? This looks like it locks into something. Like you put it in and turn it and lock it. And then it's got a little hole, like for a screw or rivet. Huh. So I've actually found two of them within two miles of, of the same area. What is it, Bill? They're no exactly markings? the same. No, no markings whatsoever. They're brass. There's no markings on them. So, but brass. they both look like they, you know, you put it in, you lock it somehow. It holds yeah. something. But now nobody's been able to tell me what it is. Uh, Bill says it almost looks like a buggy brake. Huh. A buggy brake? A buggy brake? Wouldn't that be a buggy? I don't know. That's what he looks, says. Put it back to up. me, it looks yeah. To me, it kind of looks like a not so much that you would put that that one end in something, as if it's a handle that you would pull some. You would pull that out or push it. You know what my first thought was? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what my first thought was? Mm -hmm. uh, the 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 uh, the valves in an organ. Hmm. 
I don't, I don't know. Oh, where you pull out the thing. And... Yeah, right, right. But I have and two the... of them, and I haven't been able to. Anybody tell me what they are? End of Canes. Ronnie's, Randy Scotty Tony said the end of Canes. Mm. End of a cane. Kind of a weird looking cane tip. Yeah. Uh, Dano found no, a greyhound I'm, I'm, head to a cane. Yeah. I'm, I almost think it, it goes in and locks somehow into something. I could be wrong, but. Hard to say. And That's my best a, mystery item I haven't been able to. That's a nice patina on it, too. Mm -hmm. Is it brass? It's brass. Nice patina. So. Digging with D says, early detectors in the 70s were geared towards silver. Makes sense why, why it's hard to find silver in the ground sometimes. <laughs> right? Now, what? You didn't, find, you didn't find anything else with them, huh? Anything yeah. else that was with them that was by themselves? No. Yep, they were by themselves. Uh, now I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hand of canes. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, so that wasn't, was that your weirdest thing you found? That's, just... that's, that's, that's the weirdest thing I found, but I haven't been able to, like I said, get somebody to tell me exactly what it is. He says that's what she thought it was, a end of a cane, but there's no wear. Nowhere on the edge. I'll bring it. I'll bring it with me and show it to you. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of some kind of pull, push, something, some kind of lever. Could be pull handle, some kind. I don't know. It, it could be I part just... of a buggy brake because you'd have a pull lever for that kind of, but it's hard saying. Maybe it's part of a, a camping outfit that you interlock it. It goes into like a keyhole and you lock it into place for like old-fashioned uh, canopies or something. You know, that, that, that's, a, that's a good thought, Ed, because the, the farm next to me, they used to have the reunions and revivals on this property. And then I found the other one down at the campsite, which is about two miles away. That's, that's a very good possibility. Looks like a flange, a uh, flag holder maybe, uh, Grotto, uh, says. Yeah, Randy, I believe it is brass. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's... Oh, uh, D says, try putting it on Facebook page. ID me. I, I had somebody do that, and it, it came back. But, Deej, I'll send you a picture. I don't do Facebook, so... Yeah, he's Dano about Facebook. No, I don't do Facebook. 
or Twitter or anything else. Right. Hey, can't do veteran TikTok and <laughs> TikTok and YouTube, buddy. That's it. Right. Uh, and I have both of Randy's links down in the description to both his YouTube channel and his TikTok. Uh, please. Show him some Flash Fam love and go over there and subscribe if you like what he's doing or whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't really no, preach sub for sub. It can get no. you in trouble. It can get your channel deleted on, on yeah. YouTube. Yep. You don't want to do sub for sub. No. It can get you deleted and once it's deleted you're supposed to never be able to get another channel well but let, let, let's talk about that for a second since since you brought that up because I had a channel and I wasn't doing sub for sub but I woke up one morning and I had an email from Google saying that my YouTube channel had been deleted not suspended it was deleted and I spent all day on the phone with their tech people to figure out what happened. I wasn't able to get my content back, but they allowed me to open my channel back up and keep my username. Well, so any, good. anybody that's out there that does YouTube, back your videos up. That's the best <laughs> information I can give you. Because if it wouldn't have been for that, I wouldn't have been able to rebuild my channel. Or it would have took longer to rebuild. Right. Well, you know, there's other there's other video streaming platforms too. You can you can use YouTube as your main. Uh, uh, some of those sync with your YouTube channel, though, Jesse. Like not if all I, of them. not all of them, true, but the ones that do, I believe, like BitChute and Library, they sync with my YouTube channel. And I believe if I lost my YouTube channel, I'd lose all the videos there, too. Maybe. But yeah. I have two exterior hard drives with all my videos and my live streams on it. Yep. I need I got, another I, one. I got an 8 terabyte Western Digital. And I, and I filled that one up already. Oh, yeah. I'm, so. I, I have three external hard drives on my tower and I need a fourth one Randy <laughs> yep nope. best thing I can tell people is back your stuff up yep it's oh, just like a computer fire. yep oh can do veteran and I, I saw our buddy Tim Man Magnet Fishing Willie got his can do flag in the mail today yep Oh, cool. Can-Do makes some, some nice flags. Yeah, he does. I'm going to have one one of these days in my shed. I hope to. So. I, I just couldn't swing it at Flash Bash. Maybe next Flash Bash Can-Do. Yeah, now Scott does a great job. Yeah, he he's, does. He's a, he's a veteran, too. So. Yes, he is. Yeah, got to be at that uh, flash bash. 
what's the scariest, scariest situation that ever happened to you while you were out uh, detecting or geocaching? I haven't had really a scary moment, but I was with Shane from Sea It My Way 1. We were river metal detecting one day, and we were next to each other. And a, a snake swam in front of my coil and was headed over towards Shane. And as we know, Shane's blind. So I told Shane, I said, just move your detector a little bit towards me. So he did, and then the snake left. So we're out in the middle of the of the creek, and he knelt down trying to find his target when another snake just swam right by his butt and just kept right on going. And I just watched it go. <laughs> well, hopefully they were non-venomous. So. Hopefully. So. Most of the time, snakes just want to get away. Yeah. I'll leave them be, and they'll leave you be. Yeah, but now he found uh, three Civil War bullets that day and a few other things. Oh, we, had a, nice. we had a good hunt that day. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Oh, and see it my way. Um, I'm going to get your number off of Randy, okay? And I'm going to contact you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. And anybody in the metal detecting community will tell you, you can't say enough good things about Shane. He's an inspiration to, to anybody that watches his channel. So take take a minute and go check it out if, if you haven't seen See It My Way 1. I, I, he has a great attitude, loves to joke around. He's fun to metal detect with. So since we're talking about that, Sure. I was up. I was up at Shane's, and we were doing uh, a field where George Washington's troops used to stay, and we were metal detecting. And I came across what I thought was a large scent. And while I was getting things ready for the show today, Ed, I, I was looking at it, and I'm gonna have to send it to somebody to, to tell me for sure. But this is what I found, and I thought it was a large scent. But this is, let me get a good picture. Hold on, guys. In the camera, Randy, come on. In the camera. So this is a large scent. Right. Right? But look at the, the thickness difference between the two oh, yeah. they're 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 the same circumference but it's a lot thinner so I'm, I'm really thinking that this might be a King George but it's gonna be worn that much it, it's a possibility it's a good possibility but the edges are so rounded yeah okay compared to to the getting right like compared to the large scent right so I, I don't yeah. know but I was thinking about sending that to, to send some pictures or something out to Shane at Ohio River History and see what he can tell me so 
Uh, Lord might be able to help you with that too. You're seeing that, her. Uh, Bill says probably a King George too. Have you done a rubbing of it? No, I try not to clean coins because once you start no, cleaning, no, no, you put oh, it under a piece of paper and use a pencil, no. and it will pick up the highlights. Might be able to give you some lines that you can see to help you determine what it is. Okay, good idea. Thank you. I'll do that later. Yeah, I I don't. You remember doing that at school, right? Yeah. Remember doing that? Yeah, with quarters and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it's not gonna hurt it, and it might give you just enough detail that you can see what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'll do that later. Oh, relic hunter says. Uh, KGs normally ring up a little lower uh, BBI than largies. Okay. I'll, I'll swing my Equinox over it and see if there's a difference between the two. Now, that, that Ohio Relic Hunter, he's a pretty knowledgeable guy for such a smart ass. <laughs> love you, Bill. Love you. You only pick on the ones you love. <laughs> he must love me a lot. Hurry, hurry back, Jeff. <laughs> uh, British coins are thinner, Deej says. So, Deej, I'll bring it up and show it to you with, with this other piece. See what we can figure out. Uh, Bill says, but as thin as that coin is, it probably ring up lower anyway. Huh. Yeah, so, but, but like I said, you know, I was looking at that and I had the large scent in my hand. And it's like, nah, I think that's a King George. Uh, Wally says, uh, King. George or uh, Connecticut Copper? Oh, cool. I'll rub it and see what I can get off of it and go from there. Those are horse hands that Randy horse. found. <laughs> hmm. I'll have to look that one up. Cool. Nice. I nice. did. <laughs> now, Randy, I, uh, you've traveled the world and detected all over, but if you had the opportunity with, say, you were sponsored to go on a trip anywhere you want, uh, no whole bars held, you know, money's no limit. Where would you go? Definitely Germany. Definitely Germany. Just just to get on some of the, the battlefields and detect just to, to see what I can find. Or Switzerland. Switzerland would be a great place to go too. So. That's cool. So I, uh, we hear England a lot. We hear 
Australia a lot. Uh, I think that's pretty much a first time for Germany. Yeah. But I, I've seen some of those, some Russian treasure hunters and German treasure hunters find some magnificent World War II um, relics. Mm-hmm. From helmets to weapons to all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah. Deed said she'll bring her King George II also. Okay, thanks, dude. Uh, and she said, yes, large rings up 92, quarter rings up 88 on her T2 Plus. Mm-hmm. And she was saying earlier that uh, her King George II ran up like a quarter, she believed. So. Okay. Well, an equinox a quarter is a strong 30, so find out. Um, Lady, yes, he's from the U.S., West Virginia. What's your favorite state so far to detect in? So far, it's been Michigan. Because that's where you found your favorite piece, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But I guess that, that would help. I found a lot of good good stuff in Michigan. So a lot of rings. I pulled a lot of rings out of Michigan. So so far, my best hunting's been in my own backyard. I don't have the ring. I gave it back to the homeowner, but. I was a metal detective in 1930s property one day, and, and I know the people. And uh, I came across uh, a gold ring, and it had uh, names on it. So I knew who the names were. So I knocked on the door and asked the lady that owned the property. I said, I know this belongs to your family, but I'm not sure who. And she goes, oh, my God, my daughter lost that 10 years ago. She thought it fell off her hand when she was holding it out the window of the car. <laughs> so that, that ring was lost 10 years. Like I said, I know the family. So I gave it back to them. So. That's cool. That's always cool when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. A little yeah. family history, a family heirloom, a return to its rightful owner. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, actually. No. Go ahead. Like, uh, next door on the farm, like I said, I used to have uh, reunions and things like that. So I don't have it because I gave it back to the landowner. But it was a religious pendant from the 1920s. So it, it rang up like silver. It shined up really well. And we are standing in the driveway. Uh, last month talking and we got talking about that and uh, I could see the look in his face so I came in the house and got it and handed it to him I said here you take this you keep it so he's gonna put it in a frame with his grandparents pictures oh cool and hang it on his wall so and that pendant was in my lap in, in my Monday's video that came out that pendant So, uh, how long have you been doing YouTube videos? 
Um, two years. Two years. I, yeah, I, I started off, restarted one in August of twenty-one. So yeah, about about two years. Why? <laughs> well, there there's a there there's a gentleman named Park Rat Pat. Oh, okay. And Pat said, "Hey, become a, a Rat Pack. Just send me a short video clip." And my daughter talked to me about starting a YouTube channel. I'm like, "Nah, I don't want to be on YouTube and this, that, and the other." And I made a video and sent it to Pat. And after I made that video, I just said, "You know what? We're gonna make the video." So here we are today. It's like finding your first uh, first piece of gold or your first treasure of metal detection. You did your first video and you were hooked. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, when, when when they deleted my channel, I really thought about not rebuilding it. And a lot of people in the in the community is what changed my mind. So they all they all there's several of them that called me on the phone and talked to me and said, "No, you need to rebuild it." So. I wouldn't have a channel if it wasn't for the people out there in the audience. So I hear that. <laughs> it's not my channel; it's our channel. So, uh, I, uh, what are your what are your uh, what are your plans for your channel now? I uh, just keep making videos and posting and hoping it grows. So yeah, it, it, yeah. it's been it's been growing really well, um, up to around six hundred and fifty-eight somewhere in there. Yeah. So it's 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 doing very well, but, but again, it wouldn't be doing well if it wasn't for the people that subscribe and watch and and sure. show the love. So, right. Yeah. Thank do you. you dude. Uh, Good night. You you uh, watch a lot of other YouTube creators. Yes. Yes, I do. Any particular? Excuse me. Any particular type of videos you like to watch? Um, metal detecting and geocaching. Oh, <laughs> magnet <okay>. fishing. <laughs> I stay within that realm. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I did too for a while. I've got myself into watching other strange things. See, my my other passion is model railroading. Ah. So I have. Talk about uh, expensive hobby! Holy crap! I got about 50 engines, and I and I've been doing this since I've been 14. So I got a lot of stuff. I got over 2,000 train cars, and I don't know how much track. So that's that's my other passion. That's an expensive hobby. It is, but it's enjoyable and fun. I'm sure it is. There's I have some no doubt. real nice model railroads out there too. <laughs> Yeah, what's his name? John John Rails, something like that. He's got an awesome channel. I work with a guy who's really into trains, both real trains and model railroads. Yeah, I like the guys that have the ones that they ride around their yards in. Those are really cool. Oh, that'd yeah, be I grew, cool. Mm -hmm. I grew up. Uh, down the street from uh, one of my classmates, they had a riding trail train on their yard, and it had a lot of hills in it. It was kind of cool little railroad. 
Yes, HO, and then I have engage on the on the inside in certain places. I'm answering I have, Ohio I have, Relic. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what size it was. It was big enough to ride on. I, I do remember that, and he had like three or four cars on it. it yeah, I don't know. I don't know what scale that is. I know. I know. Uh, some of the LGB, L, 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 yeah, LGB. They're outside trains. That a lot of people run. Yeah, like yeah. I said, uh, this was back. This would have been back in the late fifties. That this guy was doing. That. It's it's kind of funny because I think about a week ago, uh, on Facebook, there's a, a old Toledo Facebook page. Where people are posting pictures and memories and stuff of Toledo from the 50s and stuff. And somebody posted a picture of that train. I'm going, oh man, that was just down the street from us. Brought back yeah. old memories, huh, Joseph? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I found a face of an old railroad, being a railroad lock. And uh, I don't know what I've done with it. I put it somewhere because what I wanted to do was get an old steam engine and then burn the edges around it and then glue that to a board and then put the lock face on there. I'll find yeah. it if they're there in my cabinet somewhere, but that's my plan for a lock face. Oh, cool. Now, uh, I'll, I'll give you some homework since you already have gold pans. Compliments of our friend Shane at Ohio River History. Uh, check out some gold panning videos. Mm -hmm. uh, head towards a creek. Uh, check out how to pan. And then check out a video uh, how to read a creek or a river. And go down to a creek. Take your detector with you because you never know what those were our highways that one time. So you could kill two birds with one stone. Uh, and see if you can pan some of your first wild gold from a stream near you. Check out the check out a video. Check out a video I got on my YouTube channel called Why Do We. Why do we look for gold here? Okay. It's a it's a video of me and Ed explaining why we're gonna dig where we're gonna dig. Okay. I'll do that and I'll make a video of it, Ed. Oh, right on. That'd be so, cool. <clears throat> so I I posted this find last week or week before. Does anybody remember Heinz kept up being twenty nine cents? No. <laughs> I found that at the campsite uh, a couple weeks ago, and I just posted on my YouTube channel. 29 cents, I had been from the 60s, early yeah. 60s. Yeah, because yeah, because it's actually it's actually ink stamped. It's not yep. that sticker yeah. and, and all that. Right, right. So I thought I thought that was a pretty cool find. Oh yeah, that's old. That's old stuff there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're all just dirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, my my oldest my oldest uh 
toy would be this Roadster. It's a Tootsie toy. Tootsie toy. Oh yeah. Yep. I was I was at my brother's house for a cookout, and they wanted to play around with my metal detector, and they swung over it, and I kept telling them, "Hey, there's a good signal there. Pinpoint it and dig it," and they didn't. So when they were done playing, I went and pinpointed it, and that's what I dug up. <laughs> so. Did it, teacher. I kept Ladies. telling them, hey, there, there's, a, there's a good signal there. Pinpoint it, dig it, see what it is, and they did. So. Did you see ladies' Spitfire comment there? Mm -mm. I found a Mary Widow's condom tin at an old lady's social club. <laughs> <laughs> Amethyst, good evening. DC Trails. Ah, lady Spitfire. <laughs> Cool-looking spoon. Look oh, yeah. Show us some of your treasure there. Yeah, nice. look at the detail on that. Nice. Uh -huh. nice. That's showing up good? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that a Rogers? It's... I can't really read the back of it. The, the front looks better than the back. <laughs> So, at the at the campsite that's down the road from me, I found this cap gun. Oh, nice. cool. Is that a Roy Rogers? It says uh, Delco Bronco. So, Delco Bronco. And mm -hmm. Japanese knockoff. So. Of course. <laughs> what, is what is it? <laughs> yeah. So... Well, for, a lot of for, toys. For, for, for people that, that are in the automotive world, did you know that Briggs and Stratton used to make GM keys for GM? Used to make what? Briggs, Briggs and, and Stratton used to make keys, keys for GM. Yeah. I did not know that until I found, hopefully it shows up, until I found this key. It says GM on it, and if you read around the edge, it says Briggs and Stratton. Huh. So is it, just, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. That's the ignition key or the trunk key? That I don't know. I can t I can tell you. <laughs> I would say a trunk key by as small as it is. Uh, it's going to be the ignition. Really? The trunk key is the square. So the trunk key would be this one? No, it's a round key. It's octagon. Yeah. <laughs> one's round and one's octagon. No, but they're usually going to be square or like a rectangle shape. But they both say GM, Briggs, and Stratton. And I found these in two different locations, too. So I actually found this one in Michigan. I found this one at the campsite. Okay, well, if you... So some, you know, some people love... Spoons and some people love keys. Yeah. I like to I like toys. <laughs> and oh, one more pan loves spoons and Lady Spitfire loves keys. Yeah, I found yeah. all kinds of Hey Tommy, how are you? So if 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 you like keys and I got this off the farm, 
It says Ford at the top Ford. of it. Yep. Yep. It's it's broken. I never found the other part of it. It's probably uh, stuck in the ignition. Could be. Very well could be. There yeah. I've done that once or twice. Yeah, but back then those keys are easy to replace. In fact the whole ignition. Nowadays, cars today, you gotta have a, you gotta be able to code. <laughs> Sorry. River Sticks Man Life, hello. How are you, Tommy? Yeah, he says, hello guys, I'm good, Randall. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? You say you like toys. So you like GTOs? Ooh, goats. I, I was with metal detecting with the uh, river sticks when we did a house here in my area. We pulled that baby out of the ground. Nice. Nice. I'm a Mopar guy. I like GTOs. Yep. I'm a Mopar guy too, but I was never into the GTO. I don't know. Just didn't seem muscle enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a GTO and I had the motor rebuilt, the rear end redone, and the transmission redone. And my brother borrowed it and he's sitting at a traffic light next to a Corvette and the Corvette's just revving and revving and revving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the light turns green, they take it off. Well, my brother's out in front of the vet. So when they come around to turn, there's a city cop sitting there. So my brother stopped. The vet kept going. They never did catch the person in the Corvette. No. So my, my brother got like $1,000 in fines. <laughs> so then my dad said, why in the H did you let that boy drive that car? <laughs> yep. That thing would, you, you could pull the wheel front wheels up off the ground with it. It was a good car. Hi, BC. Uh, GTOs are 6,400 6, pounds of pure body roll. <laughs> yep. That was the best car ever owned. That yeah, trans. I had a, a 6,400 Belvedere in a 413, Pazalag, four speed on the floor. Doing the same thing you were just talking about with a GTO. I beat him off the line, but then my wheels beat me. My my, my rear axle snatched and come out and tire took off right out in front of me. See, I had something like that happen. I, on, on my Trans Am, there, there's an area near my area that we call the flats. So it's in between two hills. So people would stand at the top of one hill, up the other hill to let you know somebody was coming. And that's when we didn't have as much traffic as we have today. So you got the green light and you race to the other hill. So we, we did that, I don't know, four or five times that night. And I mean, I buried the needle in that Trans Am. So just driving home regular speed, my front tire blew out. And I thought, my God, if that would have blew out when I was going that fast, I'd probably be dead. So I put a for sale sign in it the next day. So, <laughs> And I let yeah, it I, sold, I, I sold the Belvedere after that too. I didn't want to put more money. I already put too much money into it. <laughs> I can't have the worst cars. Yeah. Hell, I think I paid more for my 
for my uh, my big meat on the back that I paid for the whole car. <laughs> <laughs> I had big old slicks on the back of that thing. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Alicia yes. says, looks like a wide block key from a 50s Ford. Oh, cool. That's my favorite key I've found. I haven't found any skeleton keys yet. I hope to one day. So, so far your white elephant is skeleton keys and thimbles. Yep. Hey, what? what's up, Uncle Ed? One day, one day. One day you'll find them. Oh, maybe yeah. up in Michigan. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Maybe with Beach. You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. I love I love metal technical D. She's she's a blast. We we had a great time that day. And unfortunately we haven't been able to hook back up because of my schedule or her schedule or really cold winters. Life does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those doggone schedules. So what else would you like to see? How about a presidential token? Ooh, tokens. I love tokens. This is a William Taft presidential token. And this came out of the yard that I told you that the gentleman said, oh, it's been metal detected. You'll never find anything. <clears throat> Can you? You said that, that was there? Yeah, Excuse you me? could bring it closer. Over to your right. Yeah, it looks nice. Nice patina on it, too. Mm-hmm. Don't clean yep. it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I, I learned that lesson. <laughs> so, I found that, right? And then three or four more swings later, I found this Princess Pat makeup compact. Oh, cool. Speaking of compacts, ever I, I hear condom tins are found quite a bit too. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I hear <laughs> you, just, you just mentioned something I want to ask you about. You said that uh, you learned your lesson well on uh, uh, cleaning coins. Tell us about that. What, what My first you a really great coin. My first large scent I found at the first schoolhouse in my area. Um, took me a while to find out who owned that property. And he's like, again, it's been metal detected. You're not going to find anything. So I pulled this large scent out of the ground. And I started to clean on it. And the more I cleaned it, the more it flaked apart. And the less detail I could see. So then I started watching YouTube videos on why not to clean coins. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I don't clean any of my coins anymore. So that's that's the front of it. And, and the back, the back actually looks really good. But you can see the flaking and, and all that. But yeah. mm -hmm. so you don't you don't uh, you don't like to use like crosses or anything on them. Well, no. No. Nope. Just leave I, leave, the way I, I leave them naturally how, how they come out of the ground. 
you don't even clean them off? Sometimes the cleaning them diminishes the value greatly. And then if you don't do it right, you can damage coins like Randy yep. learned. Yep. Uh, so I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a cool story. Let me find it. So this, this is a shield nickel. And as you see, it's got a hole in it. And imagine somebody wore it around their neck. So I'm at a local park in my area. And I noticed that they just put in a new telephone pole. So that, you know, they drilled down, got all that fresh dirt up around the telephone pole. I thought, well, I'm going to metal detect right there. So when they drilled the hole, they must have pulled that up out of there. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's not not cool. great detail, but it's an awesome find. Cool. Hello, Ken Carbon. That's cool. I I know a guy who sampled uh, a post hole um, tailings, I guess you could call it, <laughs> from the auger, you know, uh, for gold in California. Uh, our friend Tutos, who's a world is a world of knowledge in the gold prospecting arena. He metal detects a lot. Um, I try to as much as life will let me. A lot of times it's in Michigan after work. So. Well, I'm glad I'm retired, but that doesn't give me a lot more time either. <laughs> a lot of retirees I talk to, at least the ones that make a point to stay busy and active, Jesse. They said they had more time when they worked than when they were retired. Tell me about it. Well, you know, I'm, no I'm, look, I'm sorry, I'm looking there's for no, something. There's no clock for us to, uh, you know, try to punch every day either. So. Have Have you ever found a trime? I have not. Nope. Uh, large sense, wheat, the shield nickel. Um, couple mercuries, couple rosies. No barbers, no seated, no nothing. And I did find a silver quarter uh, when I was down tre uh, with treasure hunting with Swifty. I found a 1948 silver. Cool. So, what you talking about time? So let's let's show a pocket watch that I found. And again, I found this in Michigan. Oh, cool. Have you ever run across a dump while detecting and turned up doing a dump dig? I, I haven't, but the homeowner, the, the guy that owns the land next to me, they own some land up on top of the hill where they used to dump everything. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I pulled some bottles out of there. But found a Pepsi bottle. Wow. Glass. It's got the it's got the metal top. So I'm not sure the age of that. But, but still a nice embossed bottle. Yeah. 
So. That that'd be cool find. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely a cool find. Yeah. So I I put a button on my Monday hashtag Monday Dicks video yesterday, and Shane from Ohio River History, which has a lot of knowledge. I found this next door on the farm. It says Lewis Extra Rich on the back of it. And Shane dated this to 1860. All right. So, don't think it's going to show up on the back. Uh, we see the tab. Yeah, you can still see some of the gold gilt. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yep. So then, I was metal detecting a curb strip in a town near me when I found this military button. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a modern one, isn't it? Uh, World War One is, is where, where it's oh, been okay. dated to from people oh, that have okay. seen it. Huh. So. Uh, metal technique's fun. Oh, yeah. And you get to go outside and get a little exercise. That, that's the main reason why I do it. So... I love finding things and all that, just getting out and walking and not being stuck in a house or <clears throat> car or an office or wherever you work. So, what else? You say you like toys. So, here's a nice Corvette that I found, metal detecting. Yeah, I, uh, I went metal detecting at Dano's house. We found a parking lot of cars. <laughs> I, I found this in my yard. Oh, that's uh, yeah, a, that's that's awesome. That's a cool toy. Mm -hmm. That's an awesome toy there. Yep. Yeah, I found this in my yard. Boy, I know if I ever go back to my hometown, I'm gonna ask the owners if I could metal detect our backyard because I know I buried a lot of stuff <laughs> back there. <laughs> Because you're going to come back when you're older and do some treasure on <laughs> Oh, well, the, the other thing I thought about, not to interrupt, but... No, not to interrupt. History is disappearing out of the ground because of metal detecting and treasure hunting and all that. So I've actually geo-marked all the things that I found on the farm over here. So I talked with the homeowner and... Asked him when I'm done metal detecting over there, would he allow me to reseed it? So if somebody came along five or ten years from now and said, "Hey, can I metal detect that?" Would he give him give that person permission? And he said yes. So That's I think cool. when I'm done metal detecting over here, I have everything located where I found it. So I may put it back where I found it or put it back, but I think I'm going to give back to to metal detecting. You, you think you think that history is lost when you find something? I don't think it's lost, but like my wife and I talk, right? And it's like, well, what are you going to do with this stuff if something happens to me, right? And they pretty much say, well, if it's not worth anything, we'll just trash it. No, I just hate to see collections and all that just tossed. 
Right. So, so. Right. Um, well, I, I get, I get that. Yeah. I mean, I we, we collect things all, all of our life, right? I got an M&M collection, right? Uh, race cars and anything M&M, right? So, I don't know how much money I got tied up in that stupid thing, but the family will never do anything with it other than sell it and throw it away and, and get rid of it. So, uh, well, if I can rehide it and get it back, then I'll rehide it. That, I, I think that's a great idea, Randy. Uh, Ken has a question, Ken Carbon. Cor Carbon. Uh, just wondering, how much should I invest in the metal detector if I am only going to be uh, only going to be a detector? That depends on... That, uh, for me, it depends on what you can afford. If you start out, out in this hobby, don't buy the cheapest, but don't buy the expensivest, if that's correct. Um, buy something yeah, mid-range. So that way, if you don't like metal detecting, you're not out that much money and you can resell it. Now, if you're starting out in metal detecting, don't think that you're going to go out and find all this kind of cool stuff without finding a boatload of trash. Because trash, any metal trash, trash. anybody in the, in the metal detecting community will tell you, if you're not digging trash, you're not going to find treasure. There's That's been days right. I've gone out and dug nails and pool tabs and cans and trash and trash and never found anything. Yeah, you got to get rid of the trash to find the treasure. That's right. Yep. And, so. shoot, I, I've, I've <clears throat> found boot tacks and stuff where you're like, Man, the guy next to me is finding gold nuggets, and I'm finding boot tacks. <laughs> that yeah, that was with our luck. friend Gary Two Toes. Yeah, but but for me, if you if you know somebody who has a metal detector, ask them if you can go out with them to try it. But I'm I'm telling you, once you once you find that first gold ring, you'll be hooked for life. Oh, yeah, it's like seeing your first wild flash in your pan. Yep. Uh, and a good majority of the time, detectorists have more than one detector. I'm not even really a detectorist. Yes, I do detect. Same with Jesse and Dano. Mm. And I have, I have four detectors hanging in my shed right now and I have an older Garrett Grandmaster in there also so um, I know Jesse has a couple detectors I believe Dano has a couple so and chances are they'd be more than happy to lend you one and go from there people can get uh, like treasure blind or gold blind. Um, they get bit really bad, and next thing you know, they're spending thousands of dollars on equipment. You don't need to do that. Hey, Brad Walsh, how you doing, our Aussie friend? Not too bad here. 
hope your day's going well for you down under. But go, going back to, to metal detectors, <clears throat> when we started out, like I said in the beginning, uh, Costco had a bounty hunter on sale at Christmas time for $89, right? So we bought it and we played around in the yard and we found the trash, we found trash, and then we started finding other things. So then we got hooked. So then we bought something better. So then what the daughter and I would do was an AT Pro. So she would search and mark the target and I'd come behind and dig. And we'd trade off every half hour. So then I would search and mark the target and then she would dig. So, and then... <clears throat> Of course, that got old real quick, and you had to buy another one. <laughs> so we waited for a tax year to come back around. We got our tax back. I bought a Equinox 800, but. Well, Ohio Relic Hunter says we spend thousands to find pennies. Right, right. Yep. Hey, we're in the same boat, prospecting for gold. Definitely. I do, you know, I do we'll, have a. We'll, we'll put that. Uh, you know, like $5,000 worth of equipment in a $500 hoopty drive, two hours, spend the gas to get there, work eight hours, and come back with, you know, 50 bucks worth of gold. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> but it's but you. once you're hooked, you're hooked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, part of a lot of it's the hunt. You know, and the people you're spending time with while you're doing it. Yeah. It, it, it's always better to hunt with somebody than hunt alone. Because oh, yeah. when, when you hunt alone, right, and, and, you, and you find something cool like a, like a ring or something, and you're alone, you have nobody to share it with. So when you, when you metal detect with somebody, at least you can show it to them, and they have the same excitement that you have, and it's, it's a lot better. I, I have Plus, you got a witness. Yeah. Got a witness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Randy, I, I appreciate you joining us for the last couple hours. I hope you had as good of a time as we did. I had a great time. Uh, Our chat room, chat room looked like it was uh, moving along. I had a good yeah, time also. I, mm -hmm. I believe they had a good time. I hope you all did. I appreciate you all being here every week. Um, a lot of you and the new ones, welcome to the Flash Fam and hope to see you more. Um, next week we're having Grotty Gold Prospecting, Steve and Alicia from Australia joining us. We'll be talking about prospecting for gold down under and detecting. They do relic hunt. They do detect more than just for nuggets. Uh, what's that, Jeff? It's the adventure that creates the memories. The treasure is just the bonus. The bonus. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, I haven't seen Shane in here for a while, so I don't know if he heard it when I talked to him about getting his number and email from you, Randy.
think he okay. was in the chat room when you said that. Yeah. Well, I'll, give him a, I'll give him a call, Ed. Yeah, make and, sure uh, it's okay with him. I, I know it will be, but I'll check to make sure, and I'll, I'll send you the information once he uh, says okay. Or, or I'll give him, or if you don't mind, I'll give him your email address, and he can reach out to you. Yeah, that works also. That'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys, have, if you haven't checked out Randy's YouTube page, go over there and check it out. If you like what you see, subscribe. Subscribe. And check him out on TikTok also. If you TikTok, he has a lot of material over there. And I'm at 2,443 followers on TikTok. Now, I haven't been I haven't been on there a year yet. So. Yeah, I I I got my thousand on TikTok a heck of a lot faster than I got my thousand on YouTube. That's for sure. Well, the thing that gets me, if you don't mind taking just a little bit more time, TikTok says, "Hey, this person's following you. Follow them back." YouTube smacked you for doing that. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. True. So, different platform. Yep. Uh, Dave's tired. Your mom, wife got you up way too early this morning. Well, shame on her. Uh, everybody, thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday night hangout line. And Dano must be beat and still in bed early. He does wake up. Did he wake up? Probably not. Uh, uh, Randy, again, thank you so much for joining us. I enjoyed this time greatly. I want to thank you guys for ha inviting me up. It's, it's been a great time. My pleasure. Our pleasure, definitely. All I of always, you. I always enjoy promoting another YouTuber out there. That's right. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's what we do, huh, Jesse? Yeah, that's it. Now, we don't grow, but everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks That's to okay. all of you, the Flash fam. You're while we're here. There's been times I want to throw in the towel so bad. Ask Jesse. Mm -hmm. There's been times I'm like, I'm done. Giving it up. Throwing it all in. And something happens with a viewer, subscriber, and... It makes it worth every bit of agony. Pain <laughs> and suffering. But I have to say, now that I do mostly live instead of edited videos, there's a lot less pain and suffering. But boy, do I have a lot of material in editing. <laughs> yeah. it, it takes some time to edit and, and do all that. Yeah, we we had a comment a while back from one of our regulars, Terry Curry, I believe it was, was talking about, I don't know how you guys find the time to edit. It's not really an issue of finding the time, it's making, making the time. time. Yeah. Dwayne, good it. to see you. Thanks for being here. Yeah, let's face it, editing is not the most fun part. Uh, no, because you t you take a video that you, you know, you shoot here, you shoot, shoot, shoot this, 
and you look at individual clips and you're like, oh man, this isn't going to be good. But then once you put it all together, it's like, man, this is a good video. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes takes a little longer than others. Some people come to it really easy. Other people, there's a lot of learning curve to it. Apparently, the weather, we have massive thunderstorms coming into our part of Ohio. So, you have a couple hours, Bill, and it'd be hitting you, too. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks again for joining us. Hope to see you next week. Until then, may you always have a flash in your pan. You know what he's going to say next. That's right, I say it every week, because it does happen, right, Jesse? You bet. And one day, too, we'll meet you on the river, or maybe in the woods detecting. Who knows? Good night, everybody. God bless. Love you all. Until then, we're out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night. EPU, good night. Er Thanks, Dwayne. Brad, have a great day. Matt, take care. Mr. Lodak, world greatest moderator. Thank you very much, sir. You did a wonderful job as usual. I'm really looking forward to next week, Steve and Alicia. It's going to be a good show. Well, maybe next week you can get in here a little earlier, Brad. Yep, yep, yep. Support your fellow Aussie. Night, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Thank you, Terry. Good night.